This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi, everybody. So glad we could be together again. And I look forward to the day that we can fly into South Africa and see you all face to face. Okay. The message today is titled, The Power of the Renewed Mind. So, the the renewed mind is to program our thinking with God's Word. The renewed mind is to program our thinking with the Word of God. Now, when someone comes to Christ, we have a mind filled with religious tradition. It doesn't matter who you are. When you get born again, you have a mind filled with religious tradition and all sorts of different fears and all sorts of different inferiorities. When we come to Christ, we have a mind that's filled with worldly opinions and man's opinions. We have a mind filled with the devil's lies and We gain our knowledge by sense knowledge. In other words, everything we learned at school, at college, or wherever we go, all comes through the five senses. Now, of course, once we get born again, we have a sixth way of receiving knowledge via the Holy Spirit into our hearts, straight from God. That is spiritual knowledge, revelation knowledge. Now, when we come to Christ, we all have our own opinions, and we all suffer from some kind of past rejection in some area or another. So all these different opinions and ideas are in the mind when we get born again. Now remember, when we accept Christ as our Savior, the heart of man is totally born again. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a brand new species of being. All the old is gone, and all has become new. That means that the Spirit of God enters our heart, God's life enters our heart, and we go from death into life. So we are born into the family of God, born into life. So the term born again is used because we were born that way at conception in the womb. The Spirit of God entered the human spirit at conception. And when a child is born, the Spirit of God lives in the spirit of the child. Until the age of understanding and the child sins willfully with understanding, and then the child dies spiritually. You'll see Paul spoke about that. I believe it's in Romans chapter 6 where he said, I was alive once without the law, and then when the law came, I sinned and died. Now that our spirits are born again and changed into the very nature and character of God, that's wonderful. But our mind is not, and our body is not. The mind must be renewed by changing our opinions to line up with God's Word. We'll talk about how that's done in a moment. 
And the body will be regenerated into the body as Christ has at the rapture. So, what we have to focus on is the mind. And the biggest problem in the church worldwide today, in my opinion, is the unrenewed mind. The unrenewed mind. Because all those opinions, when we come to Christ, in our mind, stays with us. And this unrenewed mind, with all those opinions, robs us of our faith. We're not able to enter into a strong faith with God or even maintain strong faith with God because these opinions destroy our image of God, robs us of our faith, and makes us double-minded. Double-minded people are unstable. They'll make a decision today about something, and then tomorrow change it. All right, so we continually make wrong decisions because we are double-minded and have these confused ideas. It's important for us to make God-guided choices when it comes to destiny-defining decisions. Now, I didn't have to pray and fast about putting on a blue jacket. But I would need to hear what God says if I'm choosing to live in a different city. Shall I go or not? Should I take this particular job or not? Should I get married to this person or not? These are all destiny-defining decisions we have to make in life. And they change the outcome of our future and destiny if we make the wrong ones. And those destiny-defining decisions will determine how successful we'll be financially. Because if we are being led by the Spirit of God, we will begin to prosper and succeed and do well in life. But if we're not, we'll suffer financially. All right? Unrenewed minds keep us confused about life. We don't know what God's will is. We think we do. That's the problem. But we don't. Because we have to be led by the Spirit of God and not our reasoning. This is the struggle of all those with unrenewed minds. This is the struggle of all those with unrenewed minds. And this problem doesn't go away just because somebody's a Christian for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years or 30 years. Doesn't go away. It stays with them. And so they can be born again and love Jesus but live defeated lives continually. Let's have a look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2, as we start to unwrap a solution, how to fix this. Romans 12, verse 2. Have a look in your Bible. It's on the screen as well. The New King James translation says, Do not be conformed to this world. So what's that mean? That means don't behave like the world. It means don't think like the world. Don't be conformed to the world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be changed by the renewing of your mind. 
that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I highlight the three different categories of the will of God, starting with the lowest, the acceptable, then moving up to the good, and then moving to the best, which is perfect, knowing the perfect will of God. It's very difficult to be led by the Holy Spirit if the mind of the man or woman is not renewed. In fact, it's impossible. Impossible. It is very difficult for the unrenewed mind to know the three levels of God's will or even enter any one of them. The meaning of the Greek word transformed is the word metamorphosis. So in Romans 12 verse 2, we see the word transformed here. Be transformed. Be changed, right? That Greek word that is written transformed in your Bible is the word metamorphosis. Now the Old Testament is written in Hebrew, the New Testament in Greek. And that word metamorphosis, you can look it up in Strong's, Young's, Vines, all good concordances, and you'll see it means to be transformed like the butterfly becomes, or like the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. That process where the caterpillar becomes a butterfly is metamorphosis. So, according to this verse, Romans 12 verse 2, our mind must be metamorphosis by the Word of God so we can know what the will of God is. To be renewed in the mind by the Word of God so we might know what the will of God is. Now, obviously, the Bible is the will of God. And the Holy Spirit will always lead us in line with the Word of God, the Bible. Always lead us in line with that. And uh, so it's not possible for the Holy Spirit to use the Word of God to guide us if we don't know it. Amen. So what is a renewed mind? And how do I get a renewed mind? It is a process. Here it is. To get a renewed mind is a process of taking each of those wrong thoughts we spoke about at the beginning, taking each of those wrong thoughts out of our thinking one at a time, and replacing them with what God says about that subject. Replace that thought with what God says about that subject. For example, we're sitting in church and we hear the Word of God being taught. And we think to ourselves, wow, I see it in the Bible as the preacher's preaching and there's all the Scriptures to confirm it, but that's not what I think about the subject. Right then, we are confronted with making a decision. Do we hold on to our unrenewed thoughts or do we change them, uproot them, take them out, and replace them with what God's Word says? That's what we've got to do. When you're reading the Bible, the same thing happens. You find something in the Bible that you never thought was right. And God says it's that way. We change our thinking. We say, fine, I'm uprooting this wrong thought. I'm replacing it with what God says about it. And you confess, this is what God says, and so this is what I believe from now on. 
That's a process, one thought at a time. It's called brainwashing. And that's what each and every one of us have to do. We have to wash our brains with the Word of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26, that Jesus might sanctify and cleanse the church with the washing of water by the Word of God. Jesus will cleanse the church, brainwash the church, wash our brains with the washing of the water by the Word of God. By the Word of God. So the word transformed is also transfigured, transfigured, like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. The word is metamorphosis. Now, I've seen this happen to literally thousands of Christians, children of God, in our ministry over the 41 years. I've seen this happen to Christians, thousands of them, in 41 years, become transformed, changed by the Word of God. I've seen them arrive at church defeated and introverted. I've seen them unable to speak to me. They can't look me in the eye and talk to me. I've seen them shy and depressed. And after a few years of sitting under the teaching of the Word of God, it's not me, it's the Word of God washing them, I've seen them change. They become full of joy, which is something an unrenewed mind struggles to have. Because devil, the devil uses that, those wrong thoughts to keep people depressed. So I've seen them change. I've seen them become full of joy. I've seen them become confident in God. I'm not talking about confident in the flesh. Confident in God and prosperous and productive in society and in God's kingdom. All these things can only happen when our minds are renewed to the Word of God. All right, let's see if we can prove that again. Prove that again from another portion of Scripture. So go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. I'd like you to turn there in your own Bible, if you don't mind. You'll grow much quicker if you'll read this in your own Bible. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, and I'm using the New King James. For though we walk in the flesh, that means we live in the human body, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. We don't fight with fleshly weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. The weapons of our warfare are not natural weapons, but they are mighty in God. In other words, our weapons are God's weapons. God lets us use His weapons. For what reason do we need these weapons? Well, the Scripture goes on to say, for the purpose of pulling down strongholds. For the purpose of pulling down strongholds. Huh. What's that? It's all those things we thought, spoke about in the beginning. It's all those wrong opinions and ideas we have 
when we come to Christ. Okay? Our weapons are mighty in God to pull down those strongholds. You can't do it with the natural weapon that we have. It's got to be God working for us by faith. We trust God to change us by faith. I'll talk about that now. So our weapons are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. And then that's not all. Verse 5 says, casting down arguments. He has the arguments now, these thoughts. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And every thought that tries to compete with the Word of God, the knowledge of God. So casting down these wrong thoughts that are trying to compete with God's Word in your mind, we cast them down and we bring every thought. See, he's talking about thoughts. Every thought into captivity, into the obedience of Christ. So every thought in our mind must be brought into captivity into the obedience of Christ. In other words, we may not think thoughts that Christ doesn't think. <laughs> That's God's plan and goal for each of us, that every thought in our mind would be in harmony with Christ's thinking. And when we think a thought that's not in harmony with Christ's thinking or in harmony with the Word of God, we are to arrest it. <laughs> like the Word says, bring it into captivity and say to ourselves, no, I refuse to think that. In the name of Jesus, I reject that thought. Father, I thank you for keeping my mind, thoughts, my mind and my thoughts clear and stable and perfect and beautiful according to your Word. We speak to it. We take it captive with our faith in God's ability to do it for us. Amen? So once our minds are fully renewed, once our minds are fully renewed, we will be able to think like Christ thinks. And that's God's best for us. Now, none of us are at that perfect point, but we've all moved along up the ladder, and we're all improving all the time. Amen? All right. But the more we grow in this area, the change in our lives will become very noticeable. All right. God has planned for His children to think in perfect harmony with Christ. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not natural. They are mighty in God. Our weapons are supernatural. The more our mind is renewed, the more of God's power we will walk in. I want to say that again. It's so important. The more our minds are renewed to the Word of God, the more of God's power we will walk in. The greater will be the anointing, the miracles, the answered prayers in our life. We'll see more prayers answered. John 15, 7 is the scripture I'm going to use to prove that. There are several scriptures, but for time's sake, I'm going to give you one. All right. Jesus said this in John 15, 7. If you abide in me, he said, if you'll fellowship with me, right, and my words abide in you. In other words, the word of God is in your heart and it's in your mind. If my words abide in you. Your mind is renewed to the Word of God. You will command 
what you desire, and it shall be done for you. You'll be able to command what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Now, somebody might ask, well, will God trust us to command whatever we desire? And will he give it to us? You know, there are folks, uh, you know the story about the young Christian who came into church and asked God to give him the deacon's wife. Well, we can't do that. We know better. Amen. So God is not going to let anybody command stuff that is against the word of God like that, deacon's wife. So why would God give us such authority to command whatever we desire? Because if the word of God's in us, we will not command stuff that God's word doesn't allow. And there's no faith for that, so God will not be concerned about what we command. If the word's in us, we'll see the greater miracles, we'll see the greater results, and the greater blessing. Amen? Besides that, faith comes by the word. Faith comes by the word. So without the word, we're not going to have the faith to command anything. Praise the Lord. So that's why the Holy Spirit instructed me to start the Bible schools. The Holy Spirit instructed me to start the Bible schools to uh, renew the minds of people, to renew the minds of people with the Word of God, especially those in the ministry, teaching from the pulpit. And uh, that's why the Holy Spirit instructed me to write my books, to renew the minds of people. So the Holy Spirit has led me to write books specifically that will be in a category to remove, to renew the person's mind in some area that's important to us. Now, there are a lot of Christian books available. There are a lot of Christian movies available, entertainment factors, which is fine. But God has not led me to do that. For example, the power of positive words is to renew our mind about faith and how to use it and, um, and, and what faith really is and the importance of what we say. Because without understanding all that, people create their own problems with wrong words. So the renewing of the mind by the book, The Power of Positive Words. And then the blood covenant, helping us understand the contract that God has with us, which is sealed with his own blood from Calvary, and which cannot be broken. It just boosts our faith and understand, and we understand God's plan for humanity. From Genesis to Revelation, it reveals to us man's redemption unfolding. It builds our faith, and it's a vital part of renewing the mind, the blood covenant. And then the book, How to Pray Correctly. People don't know how to pray correctly, and so they need their mind renewed in that area on prayer. It's a very important part of our life is prayer. And then the book titled The Price of a Decision. When folks don't know that there are some decisions that we make in life that are irreversible, 
and we choose, and the moment passes, and we seal our destiny. We make destiny-defining decisions without thinking twice about it. And then we wonder why the wheels come off in our lives. We just wonder why everything's gone wrong. Rewind and think about the choices we've made or why everything's going right. Rewind and think about the choices we've made. And then the book I wrote about hearing God's voice. There's a lot of confusion about that. There's people are led by open doors and closed doors and all sorts of things. You know, all sorts of things. And um, we have to have our mind renewed to that subject of how God guides us by His Spirit. It's a very important part of our Christian experience. So God's led me to write books that are strategic in the Christian life about different areas of renewing the mind. And my newest book, Give Me This Mountain, is about all those who are called to the ministry, whether it's a fellowship group, if it's in the dream team, if it's to run your own church, whatever God's called you to do, that book is essential. Give me this mountain. It's talking about give me the call. It's laying hold of the call that God has for your destiny, for your future, not letting go. So that's why the Holy Spirit instructed me to do all that. Now, I can't emphasize again the importance, I can't emphasize it enough, of renewing the mind. In fact, the Bible tells us in Isaiah 4 verse 6, God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He didn't say the devil's people. They're already destroyed. They're already destroyed. No, God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So my people are destroyed for lack of an unrenewed mind. So what we don't know is killing us. All right, family. We love you. God loves you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I'm going to uh, ask, do you know if you're going to heaven one day? And if you're not sure, you can be. Because all that call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. If you want to place your faith in Jesus and have the assurance of your salvation, Say this little prayer with me, please, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Dear Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Repeat that after me. Thank you, Jesus. Come into my heart. Repeat that after me. Save my life. Thank you, Jesus. I declare you are the Lord of my life. And from this day, I will live for you with all my heart. Praise God. If you said that, you are now born into the family of God. Congratulations. And don't let the devil talk you out of it. Keep serving Jesus and we'll see you on that great other side on the new shores of heaven one day. All right. Remember, God loves you. 
and we're all growing, our minds are being renewed. It's God's plan for us to have a totally renewed mind and to walk in complete victory in every area of our life because that's what God paid for on the cross for you and for me. He has the best in mind for each of us. We love you all. God bless you, and we hope to see you soon. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.